0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration, and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. So today's thing that I learned comes from the world of Reginald the Vampire, and if you haven't run into this before, I have a series of books called Fat Vampire, and they are now a sci-fi show on Hulu called Reginald the Vampire. And so I've kind of made myself involved as much as they will allow me in that world. I've gone to the set a few times. I know the producers and the actors and all that stuff. And I'm just kind of endlessly fascinated by the process of creating art in a different medium. And I've talked about this a little bit before too, but even acting, I mean, acting is different from writing and creating a visual story is different from creating a written story. But it's also true that TV acting and film acting to, um, along the same spectrum, are different from like theater acting where it's everything is done all at once and you're, things are broken up and it's this weird feat of multitasking that i spoke about in a previous episode of this podcast but anyway when i was <clears throat> talking to some of the actors for um, doing a companion podcast for the um for the show so each episode of the tv show has a companion episode of the podcast that goes with it and so for each one i'm <clears throat> talking to a pair of actors and we're talking about the things that happened in a scene. And so, um, recently, I was talking to, and I think this is the same episode I referenced in another podcast as well. It was um, Ryan Gin and Marguerite Hannah, who play um, Mike and Ashley on the show. And uh, Marguerite had never done um, TV acting before. And this is where I talked about continuity. But another cool thing that that came out was the two of them looking at the episode. Through the eyes of just not only actors who are in it, but people who kind of, you know, when you're in an art, you tend to notice the nuances of it more than somebody who's not. And so they were talking about there was this scene where um, it's actually an episode three of the show. And Reginald, the main character, is inside this restaurant. And Mike, Ryan's character, is uh, spying on him for the boss, Angela. And in this particular case, the, the mood that you were supposed to feel when you saw this particular interaction was there's things going on with Reginald that the boss shouldn't know about. And, oh my God, there's Mike. He's there. He's, he, you know, we see him. He's at the window. And so it's, we see the shenanigans going on with Reginald. And then we see Mike at the window and we go, uh oh, Mike is working for Angela. And therefore she's going to find out because he's out there being sinister looking through the window. <clears throat> so that was the intention. But when we talked about this particular scene, uh, it was it was Marguerite joking about how, you know, is that the scene where you were creeping outside the window? And what they meant, the the pair of them, because, you know, Ryan immediately went, oh, yes, yes, that was the one where I was just creeping outside the window, is that there was the scene where you suddenly see Mike outside the window is not preceded by any sort of Mike approaching the window. And, you know, I I know that when people show up at Windows, they need to approach them. And so it's not something that you would necessarily think is included, except that subconsciously you probably do. And that was the whole point of this this conversation. This joke was that Mike was just creeping outside the window like he was just always there because you didn't see the transition where he walks up to it. And so I've watched the episode again with that filter in mind. And again, it's not. There was something about that when I saw it that was kind of like just a tiny, tiny bit off, not in a way that bothered me in any way, shape or form. But once I heard them discussing it, then I understood. And it was like, well, because normally you will show a transition, even if it's strictly unnecessary. And so with this this new context in mind. It does seem like he's just hanging out there. And that was what the, they were joking about was that Mike was just creeping outside the window. He just lives out there. He's just hanging out all the time and like, oh, there are some people here. And I I didn't know they were coming. And I wasn't here for that reason because you don't show him showing up. It just seems like he's just constantly there. And that seems like such a ridiculous thing. And of course, we all know that that's not what was intended. But the lesson here that I took from this was, I mean, there are a few one is that you don't always see your own art clearly. You know, th- this is something that that we've talked about before where art is collaborative, in, in my opinion. And so it isn't just the creator, it's the consumer, like those two minds, the one that creates and the one that, that, uh, that receives it, almost like a psychic broadcast. They're working together. And the way that it's received is not necessarily the way it's transmitted. And this is just another example of that is, you know. You may not have thought about how Mike arrived at the window, but somebody will. But the the larger issue was that what is omitted, what is left out of something, can end up being just as important as what is in. Now, this is a silly little example, and it was played for laughs, and it so wasn't a big deal in the show. But that sort of thing can happen. And recognizing it and using it intentionally is something that kind of started to give me some ideas. So one is what if I were to create intentional gaps? What if I were to like on purpose, omit something that was normally shown? Now I'm in my example, it would be on the page. So I wouldn't um, be doing it on in a visual way, but I could omit to explain how something happened. And like, if it's extreme enough, it might be kind of interesting if it kind of raised the eyebrows of the reader, like, Hmm. Did he forget it? You know, we had a thing once where, when the the book was compiling for, um, in this case for a, for an ebook digitally, it it for some reason left out like a chapter or two. And the way that the the chapters work together, it still worked without the chapter. But you were omitting a large happening between two characters, and you could you could skip that technically you could skip it the chapters weren't numbered it wasn't like chapter 14 15 it was like they were names so you wouldn't know that something was missing and the narrative didn't necessarily let you know other than you got to the new chapter and just felt like it's okay i guess that happened i guess i guess they did that thing it, it was just off camera you know you don't necessarily need to show everything that happens in a story and that's the way this felt but it it didn't even feel jarring it felt um in this case it was it felt wrong because it was something that the reader was robbed of that they it was an important scene that they should have had but i kind of like the idea of maybe doing something that's just maybe a lesser version of that and makes people go well was that on purpose or was that not on purpose because the ambiguity adds to interest it's really hard to sit back and just sort of figuratively have your arms crossed while reading like, okay, go on and impress me and just be checked out if you're intrigued. And if you're intrigued, there's levels of intrigue. There's good intrigue. And then there's, you're just being annoying intrigue. And I, I would try to stay out of the latter. I don't like the idea of just shock value, but curiosity is another form of that. You know, if you have something that you leave out, now, it can't be something as silly as somebody walking up to a window, but it could be how somebody got there, uh, it, you know, in a, in a more broad sense. And well, so did did the enemy drive them or did a friend drive them? Did they walk on their own? Did they live nearby? Like there might be questions like that could come up and it piques the interest of the the reader or the viewer. And then, I mean, think of the end of Inception. You know, the ambiguous end of Inception is a lot of people hate that because you don't know whether he's in a dream or not. If that top never spins or falls, you just don't know what's going to happen. But that's the point. You can embrace ambiguity and not connect the dots. I love not spoon feeding my readers. I like them to fill in the dots because again, it's collaborative. But then part of this is just a caution is that you need to be aware of what you're creating. When you edit, you are, you are adding to something by subtracting from it. You are creating an extra element because you're removing something out and it's a double-edged sword. Sometimes it can be cool. Like I'm talking about, but it could also be something kind of ridiculous and kind of silly. And that section of the podcast, whenever I release released it, was actually pretty funny because the idea of Mike just hanging out there looking sinister was kind of awesome, but I can guarantee you it wasn't what was intended. So it's just one more case. We need to be mindful of your art and understand that in all cases, you are not the only one involved. There's your audience as well. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.